What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everybody. Yep, that's me, Karen Leslie, and I will be your host here for a little less than an hour on this, uh, what will be a really interesting and um, very personal uh, show today on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm always happy to talk about myself. Those of you who come along every week, thank you. And you know that that's absolutely true. I share a lot of personal stories. I have shared a lot of uh, personal difficulties and triumphs and you know, successes and all those things as well. And I have a combination of that that I'm going to share today that um, I didn't know was going to be here for today's show. So, you know, it's always a mystery. <laughs> it's always a lot of fun joining you here on the Inspired Choices Network. You know, each week I have a lot of information that I'm very excited about. And today's no different. I am very excited about today's show. And it just kind of unfolds as we go along through our time together. And, you know, it's kind of a running joke between me and Sarah, who is my amazing producer every week, when I just say, okay, we'll see what unfolds today. And, you know, we both kind of giggle and, yep, we'll see what happens. And it's you know, we laugh about it. <laughs> She's laughing in the chat. <laughs> but it's true. I have set things that I would like to share with you, some sort of maybe some education points or things that maybe can give you a, a different way of looking at something that could be helpful for you. Uh, perhaps I can share something that highlights an area that you hadn't thought about before. And that could really be motivating or empowering, or it could also make you stop and go, uh-oh, I do need to look at this. <laughs> so however it's going to be for you, that's what will be here for you. And that is part of the beauty of those of you who are here and listening live to the show every week, because I really draw on your energies and your presence. Not that I, I don't dip in and read them. I don't do that with anybody but I can receive the energies as they're flowing and my energies pick up on it. And that just helps bring uh, a different element to the show every week. And I am very grateful for that. Part of it is because, you know, there's a good chunk of what I will say today that in this moment, I'm not sure what that's going to be. <laughs> so it keeps things uh, lively, sometimes <laughs> a little strange, but, Hey, it's me. It's Karen. It's all cool. And so where do I want to go with all of this? Like today is uh, a really kind of a straightforward topic in some ways. You know, the, the show's called I'm Still Here versus I Am Here. And I, you know, looked at it a bit when I wrote down the show title Quite a while ago, I, you know, wrote some notes and some ideas about it and then went off 
and carried on, you know, doing other shows for quite a period of time. And in the um, sharing of the show, in the, the notes and things that I prepared for the uh, show, I wrote down, you know, do you ever say to someone, I'm still here? And often, and I know when I said that, I'm still here. It's meant to be reassuring. It's meant to be comfortable or comforting. It's to let them know you're not alone. I'm still here. I mean, how many times... Gosh, would I have said that to one of my children, you know, when they were young, perhaps not feeling well or something didn't go well in their life. And, you know, you just you're just there. You're just being there. You don't even have to say anything. Other than maybe I'm still here. It's OK. And that real energy of kindness is very, very present with it. I used those words for myself. I'm still here. Also, in a way of being comforting, reassuring, empowering. It, they were words that meant a lot to me. And I'm not going to go back into the history, but yes, they're important to me because I was suicidal for a long time. When that changed, when I decided, no, no more, and I worked on doing everything that was required of me to heal that aspect of the way I was thinking. And I knew, I, I knew that this was the truth, that these were not thoughts I was going to have again. And so I'm still here was a celebration to me. And then that kind of changed. And the words became, I am here. And so it was kind of curious to me when that happened as to, okay, what just shifted? So here's a, a little bit of a story here. Um, back in October, 2023, I spoke in, um, on a stage of what's called Mo Mondays. And that was in uh, Waterloo, Ontario, here in Canada. And it was my second time speaking. The first one was more about my personal story and how I had overcome a lot of things. And then when I went back on the stage, I was like, okay, how do I change this? And I spoke from the perspective of, okay, I'm here, I'm staying, no problem. But now what? And it really dawned on me that I needed to be creating my life, just choosing to stay actually wasn't helpful enough. It, it wasn't inspiring. The words, I'm still here, they didn't uplift me in the same way anymore. And so I, I was kind of curious, okay, what happened? And so that was a big part of my talk. Then a couple of weeks later, I, um, no, actually, I've got my timing wrong. Hold on. I spoke in January 2023 on that stage about that uh, new place of being and standing in my life. It was October 23rd, 2023, a lot of twos and threes on that, on that date. That's the date I wrote the title, I'm Still Here Versus I Am Here. So it was quite a while eight months, whatever that is, 
from when I spoke on the stage and knew I had to recreate my life to recognizing that I'm still here isn't really helping me anymore. And I went into I am here as of October 23rd, 2023. So that was, we are February 21st, 2024. So almost four months ago. So not that long ago. I am here is now my empowering statement. It is now the words I use to encourage myself, to compliment myself, to pat myself on the back, to do whatever I might need if I have any moments where things are not wonderful. And, you know, it happens. It really does. And I think I was a little surprised about that when I made the, the decision to like be here on this planet, this wonderful space that we've got. Then I thought, okay, so I need to be more involved and have greater participation in my life and in who I am. The I am here is a strong statement of, it's like an affirmation or a proclamation to myself, to me. And I was curious as to what these words meant to other people as well. So I actually went onto my Facebook account, my personal page, uh, Karen Leslie, and I just wrote, I am here. I, I'm here still. What were the words? I'm getting all confused. I'm still here now, and I am here. And asked people what they thought. And it was kind of what I thought. Um, the I'm still here, people saw that as really a signal of somebody who was struggling and having difficulties. It were They were looking at it as words of survival, um, words where people were expecting the person saying them to maybe have an element or an energy of disappointment, possibly. Um, just holding on was, some of the, was one phrase that I got. So it was very different than when I was using that statement because it was empowering, it was encouraging, it helped me so much. And it was completely different for these other people. Well, my guess is, although I haven't asked them, but my guess is that they probably haven't been in the same place that I was, which is awesome. I am so happy for that. Or if they were, they've definitely moved out of it and they've got a different way of looking at those words. And then my friends were saying for the I am here, then that was powerful, encouraging, it denotes a clarity and awareness and being in present and space and the whole evolution into that new way of speaking with those new words. So it was really cool. It was, they were saying things about confidence building and, and having more confidence in yourself. And it was very true. And I could see how having moved from I'm still here to I am here the different energy and what it does for me. And <clears throat> there's my throat going to be tickly. I wonder what's going on. I'm either supposed to say something or there's something I wish to say that someone doesn't want me to. I'll figure it out. We'll keep going. <laughs> Never dull, right? On cultivating kindness with Karen. <laughs> so when you look at you know, these two statements. And I look at the notes that I wrote down when I did this title in October. You know, there was this energy of 
I could see now at that time energy of, you know, leaving a door open with the I'm still here versus I am here. You know, one was a was far more a statement and a command than the other. One of them could lead you being um, falling back a little bit, maybe into victim energy or depression or a space that you had been in that you had got yourself out of, but it, it still kind of could leave you one foot in, one foot out, so to speak. There wasn't that sternness and strongness in the energy of I am here. The I'm still here could bring up stories of the past. You know, yeah, I'm still here. I'm here because of. It could keep you stuck and I guess it did keep me stuck for a while um, even though it was empowering and helpful I'm still here was keeping me still stuck in a way of thinking and as that changed I could see how the energy of those words were beginning to shift now, I used those words for, gosh, I'm not sure, uh, six, seven years, quite a while. It wasn't short term that I was thinking, I'm still here. I was like, I'm still here. Isn't that cool? And then it started to change. And then that talk I gave earlier kept coming back to me and kept reminding me that there's more to living a life on earth than I was actually embracing and giving myself permission to move into. And then all of a sudden, October 23rd, 2023, it's I am here. What I did to get there, you know, I can go into that at some point in that. The purpose more for today's show is is understanding the difference in the words that we speak to ourselves. And this was a brilliant example for me of using the same few words, how they had so much empowerment and they were so helpful. Like they were really encouraging. And it was like a pat on my back. Like I said, I did it. Well done, Karen. And then remembering to be present and listening and feeling the energy of the words. And this takes practice because I'm sure I was saying it with a different energy for quite a while before I recognized it. Months, I'm sure. But when we get into rote, or habit of saying or thinking something, it is very, very easy to miss when the energy changes. I had positive supportive energy, excellent energy for me. And then all of a sudden, it became less and less to the point where those words now were a problem for me. Something I needed to look at. We're going to go to our first break. That was maybe a little heavy first segment. It will get better. <laughs> yeah, first part was, was good. What am I saying? We will be shifting it around a little bit, though, and bringing forward for you 
tools and ways to look at things so that you can be aware of these habits and these autopilot responses and ways of talking that, that you have. We all have them, but we need to be aware of them. It was so important that I recognize that shift. So don't go away. We'll carry on this conversation after our short break here. Thank you for being here with me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network, a wonderful place for us to gather every week. And for those of you on the replay, thank you so much. Perhaps you have found me through the Inspired Choices Network as well, through the podcast that they host, or perhaps on your favorite source for all of the podcasts that you enjoy listening to. So we'll be back in just a couple of minutes, everyone. Thanks so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, so I am being told very, very clearly in this moment that we're going to carry this conversation on with a little bit more of sort of a personal story that's something that just happened recently. And the reason I'm going to share this with you is that had I not been aware that I'm still here was no longer working for me and moved into the I am here, that that proclamation, that statement, maybe it's a command, maybe I need, you know, there'll be times when you're going to say these words from a different perspective. And there's a lot of strength in saying I am, and then you fill in and I would highly recommend fill it in with something that's positive. Don't go into judgment or negativity or some kind of fault of yourself and be stating that as your command. No, use the I am as a way to strengthen you, to shore you up, so to speak, to make it so that you inspire yourself. Yes, inspire yourself 
And I really required that new perspective and that new way of being two weeks ago. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I am going to tell you that um, for a reason unrelated to mental health, I tried uh, a new prescription for something for, for the gut area. So, I mean, I was not really thrilled about taking a medication, but that's okay. That's a, a, another point that really is irrelevant here. I started on a Sunday um, and then I had a couple of side effects. So I went to look into what they were beyond what you get from the pharmacy that they tell you things you could be looking for. And I did a, a fairly deep dive and found out that one of the possible side effects for this medication was it could throw you into a deep depression or into having suicidal thoughts. And I just thought, uh-oh, all right. I wasn't there. I had headaches, I, you know. So um, Monday, that was Sunday, Monday, fine. Tuesday, I was having an amazing day Tuesday. Let me tell you, so good. I had lunch with a friend who had come into the city where I was. We had a wonderful time together. I had a massage with a new massage therapist. Loved her. Wonderful. Crystal's great. And I thought as I'm walking back to my home, because the massage therapy clinic's close to where I live, I was like, ah, oh, what a great day. Like, this has just been fabulous. I was on such a wonderful high note and the sunshine was out and I was walking in the sun. And then I've started to change. And around dinner time, just before dinner, I mentioned to my husband what I found out about this medication and asked him to help with keeping an eye on me. If he noticed any changes, would he let me know in case I wasn't seeing them? So sure, no problem. By the time we'd finished dinner, I just looked at him and said, I'm really sad. And he was about to say, did something, he started to say like, did something happen today? And then he went, no, wait, you had a great day. I know I did. I said, but I just want to cry. And the whole evening went that way. And I was like, uh-oh, okay. Perhaps this is what's going on. I bought a new piece of wall art. I hung it in our bathroom on um, Sunday as well. It's metal and it's really cool and pretty. And my, my, uh, my producer would, <laughs> she'd have a fit if I picked up my computer to take it to you, to show you to it. Because I love it. But I'm not going to do it. It's all good. <laughs> but I looked at it on a Tuesday evening when I was in the bathroom. And I just looked at it and thought, oh. I think I might take that down. I, it no longer lit me up like it did the previous couple of days. Like, I love this thing. And I thought, okay, Wednesday morning, same thing. I looked at, uh, no, I'm actually, I'm going to take that down today. And then within a couple of hours, and I'd mentioned to my husband that I was in a depression, that something had changed. Within a couple of hours, the suicidal thoughts had hit. Like, just out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the hell? Like I am, this is not who I am anymore, but man, oh man, I went into it in a way that was deeper than, well, not deeper than ever before. That would be incorrect to say, but in a way that was very different. This one also had rage and anger and just so many other emotions that I had not experienced before. I called the doctor to let them know, not taking this anymore. And I called two people that I knew I could get assistance from right away. And one is my holistic practitioner and she was able to put me on the radionics machine to help get this medication out of my body as well. Long story short here now, like this is where I am and I'm in full blown distress. 
if I was still thinking, I'm still here. And at one point during the day, I went looking to see if I had anything in my house that I could take, which I know I don't. I've never. I mean, for 35 years, I've never allowed anything into my house that I could consume that would harm me. But if I was still in that place of thinking, I'm still here, then for guarantee it, I would have gone deeper into those emotions. It would have brought back those old stories. It would have brought back that, just all that stuff I carried for so many years. But I wasn't. I was in the I'm still, I am here mode. And it's the I am here that gave me the strength to reach out and contact those two people that I needed in my life in that moment. The I am here, let me tell my husband what's going on and to give him the heads up like, hey, I might need your help. He offered to come home from work. I said, no, I'm cool. I got it. I'm safe. Like I've got constant contact here. I set everything up for myself. I did not give myself that opportunity to slide backwards. All this, I mean, sure, this medication thing, yeah, that was that was a nuisance. It was a hell of a day. No, I mean, truly, it was awful. But my ability to recognize how I had changed the way I was speaking to myself potentially saved my life. And all honesty and sincerity, I took myself for out to get some sunshine in the afternoon on that Wednesday. And I have never had such a strong desire to throw myself in front of a car. Now, I also know partly my age and my wisdom and my deep desire for kindness to other people, even in my darkest moments, that I would never do that because I would never put that burden on that driver. Like how horrific of me to put that on another person. No, I, I I wouldn't. I had a very difficult time getting back home. Sure, but I did it. And I was able to do it with the I am here. I am not going anywhere. I am here. I am not here because of promises to other people. I am not here because of others in any way. I am here for me. I am here for Karen. Now, do I love showing up for all of you and my family and my friends and everything? 100%. Absolutely. They're amazing to have in my life. All of you. But front and foremost, I'm here for Karen. I am here for me. I am the sole person responsible for the choices I make. I am the person that is solely responsible for any reaction or response I have to another person. Sure, I could try and blame it on somebody else. They said this, so I reacted like this, so it's their fault. No, no, absolutely. Capital N, capital O, no. My way that I react or respond to another person or a situation like I was in is based on me, Karen, period. 
the strength of my health, the strength of my convictions, the strength of knowing who I am and what is important to me. And like last week, knowing all my faults, because man, oh man, I could have claimed to have had a lot of faults on that day. But no, I claimed none. This whole way of being, our response to everything is based on ourself. So do you have your own back? And are you doing the work to create that safe space for yourself? Not saying you're going to ever end up in the situation like I did. Like, I do feel that I am part of a more vulnerable population for that possible precaution on those medications. I mean, there's over 200 listed with this as a possible side effect. But I am... It is just not this population that I am a part of that can receive this. This can happen to anybody. So do you have what you've put in, in place to look after yourself? Are you doing the work so that if something happens, and heaven forbid that ever happens to you, I don't mean that, but if something kind of blows up in your life and things go really downhill, like, I mean, it was no picnic when my husband had to go into bankruptcy. So that's a really difficult scenario for a lot of people. So let's say that happens. A lot of us go into that. How you react, how you respond, what you do is based on you, not the other person. I'm here with you today based on how I'm taking care of Karen and how I believe in her. And if anything, that whole experience has strengthened my resolve, my belief, my dedication to continue to know more about me and to unearth areas where life can be difficult so I can be in that present state of mind to know that I am the person who makes the difference in every single moment. Powerful statement. I want you to think about this. Please think about this. We're going to go for our next break. <laughs> We'll lighten things up, will we? I don't know. We'll see what spirit has to say when we get back on the other side of these commercials for the next couple of minutes. So don't go away, everyone. Thank you for being here with me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And we'll continue our conversation just in a few moments. Alrighty, thanks. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, 
carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. So, please know that you can always send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca. I'm happy to hear what your your thoughts are on the different shows. I'm happy to answer a question for you if something comes up on the show and it kind of brings something up. I'm happy to answer a question too. So let me know. And today's show may be one of those ones where you might feel kind of inspired to write an email to me. And that's cool. That would be great. Of course, you can also reach out to me on the different social media platforms. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, I do have a Twitter account. I post my shows there, but I don't tend to do much there. But I'm, in theory, if you got, wrote to me there, I'd find it. I don't know. But anyways, it's not hard. You just need to choose to do it if you would like to reach out and connect. One of the things I, I think I really excel at, and I'm certainly my own student all the time is I'm really helpful with helping you to see what the thoughts are you have that are empowering, uplifting, and really, truly, honestly working for you, and which ones are not. We have so many thoughts that go through our head every day, right? 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts every day. Vast majority of those are repeated negative thoughts. They become automatic. So we're a little more inclined, not 100% guaranteed though, but we are a little more inclined to recognize self-judgments or things we say that put ourselves down or, you know, you may say say it as a joke, but no, you're actually using words that are hurtful and harmful to yourself. Recognizing this and having somebody help you see them and then giving you and working with you with the tools to change it is really important. Every single person walking on this planet is in that space, either a lot, sometimes, or maybe, hopefully, only a little bit. But none of us are without it because we have thoughts that we've been carrying with us maybe for days maybe for decades, right? I'm still here. It started off amazing. I was so proud of those words. I am just as proud of the words, I am here. I have no ill thoughts back about the other phrase at all. Even when it wasn't working for me as well. That's okay. It just gave me a choice. Would I like to change them? And if I wanted to change them, what would I like them to change to? 
Now, in meditation and quiet time, journaling, there's so many ways you can go about looking at that. Or sometimes, right, like they just pop into your head, your own intuition, your own gut feel says, ah, here. Hopefully you acknowledge it, you don't miss it, you don't ignore it. And you look at it and you work with it. It's all up to us. You know, we all have things that aren't great. We all have hurts. We all have times and emotions that we maybe don't enjoy or like. Yes, of course. So we can put up shields. We can put up barriers. We can put things in the way. You know, if you know me, I don't recommend any of that. I re recommend having that courage and vulnerability to look at it and to work with it to heal that area and let it go. It is great to go within and to have a look at things. It's a wonderful space that many of us are afraid of, mostly because of stories from other people. You may have had a couple of experiences which weren't great. That doesn't mean that has to continue. Perhaps you were trying it on your own and you need assistance, or perhaps you were working with somebody that wasn't the right fit, so you can look for a different person. I am very fortunate to have had these two people in my life that I could reach out to immediately and know that, you know, if I was to send a distress call, that it'll get answered. I hope you have someone like that in your life, too. And if not, there's a great question to ask yourself. Would I like to have someone like that? Body, would you like to have someone like that? Okay, if it's yes, so what do I need to do to cultivate that kind of relationship? Right? And then you take an action. You follow through. Going inside is where we find a lot of information. Call it what you want. Dark day of the night, shadows. I mean, we don't tend to have a lot of positive words for doing it, which is really baffling to me because to me it is very enlightening and helpful and sure I hear some things or see recognize parts of me that I kind of go uh oh, what am I going to do with that but then I choose to look at it I know my strength I truly do and if you do not know your level of, of strength then that's a great place to start When um, I was pulling a card, they were the animal cards, my animal totem medicine cards that I've got. And one of the ones that came up was the bat. And the bat, immediately what it just said was symbol of rebirth. And I just thought, yep. <laughs> so I don't know. Do I know? Oh, I shouldn't say that. I do know. It was for me. I'm sharing it with you. But that message was for me. And maybe there will be those of you who can relate to the bat and this whole conversation for rebirth, you know, it, it was that confirmation of letting go of old patterns and that this incident that I was living through and working through did not mean I was back to where I had been. It didn't mean I'd gone backwards or that I had, um, that I was wrong, that I wasn't here to stay, that 
I was just telling myself a new story that wasn't true. What it was, was that confirmation of all of the work I have done. That confirmation that Karen really matters to Karen. And I really hope that you can say that for yourself. That you really matter to you. And if you say those words, use your name. And when you say those words, you can think them, but I encourage you to say them out loud and feel how that feels in you. Allow yourself to detect, is it true? Are you saying an affirmation that you don't actually believe? What is the energy that comes up for you? There's another wonderful starting point to look at what you can work with to strengthen who you are and your belief in you. It makes last week's show, and if you didn't hear last week's show about our faults, then please go and listen to it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really good show. But the, the ability for me to own my faults and the ability for me to be present with them so that nobody can throw them at me and hurt me with them anymore is because of the work I've done about and for and around Karen. Getting to the truth of knowing who I am. People can say whatever they want. I'll know what's true for me. My reaction or response will be based on me. And if I go into reaction, if I go into anger, I go into hurt, then that is giving me information that that's an area that I can still do some more work on, that I am not fully present and accepting of, that I am not ashamed of anything, that I am okay with it, and that I fully carry with me the knowledge that, yeah, I do not do everything well, and I do not do things perfectly, and I do not have the intelligence and all of the intellect required to know everything. I mean, hell no. But I do know what I know, and I do know how I tick. And that puts me in a very strong place. And that was what I drew upon on that Wednesday, early in February. The universe is always, always asking you to grow and become your future. Did I know I was going to have that experience? Not consciously, no. Um, was it maybe there in some other way? I get a yes, but I was not consciously aware of it. But the work I did following that, the, you know, that belief of always being able to improve myself, learn more about myself and be a stronger person within myself. That enabled me to do what that's, that phrase is. The universe is always asking you to grow and become your future so that when that future time was now, was the present moment because every future time eventually becomes now. I had the skill set necessary to work with it. 
based on what I had been doing in the now at a previous time. I hope that makes sense. It's a little convoluted, but just know that everything you are doing now, you are setting the foundation, the platform for whatever will come in the future, whatever, whatever it might be. Everything you do now will give you the skill set for how you're going to handle it. Now, if you're on autopilot and you're just going through and you're actually not being conscious and aware and recognizing what you're thinking and how you're reacting or responding, then when that present moment becomes now for you, your choice of what you can do to help yourself with it will be very limited in comparison to doing the work now. A couple of shows ago, months ago, I have no idea. I was, I said, take the phrase one day to day one. Man, oh man, is that important. I thought it was important when I said it. I feel it even stronger right now. Not someday, not one day, day one. So that you have that foundation ready for whatever might be coming forward for us. So you give yourself the best possible opportunity to be present and to have the outcome that you desire. I got my outcome. I'm here. I am here. We're going to go for our third break, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Very different show on cultivating kindness with Karen. Um, it's almost feeling a little bit like a public service announcement. <laughs> so if it is, I'll take it. That's okay. So don't go away. We've just got a couple of messages for you to listen to, and then we'll be back. And I will do my very best to tie this all together for you when we return. All right. Thanks, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So I promised you I would figure out how to wrap all this up for you. So what came to mind was a quote that I read on a social media post somewhere. I can't remember which one right now. And I'm. let's hope I get the name right. This is um, a past Roman emperor and Stoic philosopher, I believe is correct, by the name of Marcus Marcus. 
Aurelius. Aurelius. I think that's how you say it. Anyway, you can look him up. Um, yeah, if you want to. But what he said was, your happiness depends on the quality of your thoughts. Well, boy, oh boy, does that speak to me now. And it would have spoken to me at any other time. Um, no, that's not correct. It would not have spoken to me at any other time. It would have spoken to me over the last seven years. Prior to that, maybe the previous five or six, I would have maybe looked at it a little differently. Before that, no. No, I couldn't have related. I couldn't have taken that in. I could not have received what he was trying to say. Your happiness depends on the quality of your thoughts. Now, that Wednesday, not happy, but the quality of my thoughts, they made the significant difference for me. I got to the place where the quality of my thoughts brought forward happiness. So it doesn't mean that you may have that with you 24-7. There will be times when things get rough. There just are. I mean, whether you want to call it lessons, whether you want to call it karma, like I, I don't really care how you want to label it. But we know that things come up in our life. We know that there will be situations which will be fun, glorious, like your heart swells. You are so in the moment and enjoying what's happening. And then there's going to be the opposite, right? Every coin's got two sides. So when you're on that flip side, the quality of your thoughts are important. That foundation you have for you is very important. Never, never underestimate the power of the thoughts you have, whether you are going over them silently in your head, speaking them to yourself as you're walking around your home or your office, out on your walk when you're running, or you're having a conversation with someone. There is energy in every single word, and it actually is more potent and impactful than the words you're actually using. However, from our brain's perspective, it locks onto the word. The mind will start to work with the word. Don't ignore what you are saying. Don't ignore habitual ways of thinking. Slow things down. Make the choice to be present. Hear your thoughts. Hear your words. You could do a journaling exercise. You could just do free writing. You could sit there and just ask for your most frequent thoughts to be given to you. Your, your mind will love to cooperate. You know, you can do some deep breathing. You can relax. You can go into a, a space, a safe space that you create for you. And then write and write and write and write. And then review it. What's the theme? What are words that are repeated? What words are used most often? Do a little analysis. How kind are all those thoughts? How kind are those words? If you're finding a bunch that aren't, 
there's a great piece of information for you about the unconscious habits of the way you're thinking. And allow yourself, like I did, to recognize that when a thought is really working for you, and then it stops. So it's time to change it. What you are saying and thinking out loud is so powerful. And it's so important. You really need to be listening to yourself. I do sincerely hope nobody has an experience like I had. 100%. I don't want anyone to feel that way. But I also want you to understand that stuff happens. And it's really important for you to be aware of it. Follow your gut. Follow your intuition. Right? Remember that... Everything we do from the neck up helps us from the neck down. Every time you're willing to look at something and think about something from a different perspective and work with it to change a perspective, change a point of view, it affects your whole body. That ability for me to work with those statements in a different way and to really have already empowered the I am here was phenomenal on that day. That was an amazing gift I gave myself that I didn't know I was going to have to unwrap and use. So, before I forget, I want to let you know about next week's show. It's called Write Your Own Story. I think that sounds pretty exciting. You're already already writing. Ooh, that didn't come out very well. But you're already writing your story. So we're going to look at that. So what are you writing? And what would you like to be writing? Where would you like to be heading? I am really excited for that. And so thank you for being here with me today. It's been a wonderful journey with you. It's been a very, very personal journey. And I appreciate you being here with me and sharing this. Let me know if something's stirred and I can be of any assistance. Send me that email, karen at karenlesley.ca. And know that people are here for you. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at karenlesley.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.